0: Evening, Monday nights, of course, is transfer. Looking into the the rumours uh, regarding Newcastle United. Join us for the transfer show now. Uh, with me, Anus on the two review.
1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Toon Review, where tonight it is transfer show, the Monday night transfer show. And boy, have we got a few names to go through tonight. Uh, it seems like uh, every man and his dog have been linked with us uh, tonight uh, or during the day, should I say. And, uh, yeah, uh, crazy. But we under- we know that is going to happen now between now and the end of the transfer window, what's going on at Newcastle United. Uh, desperately needing to find um, some players Uh I've I've seen the sort of review that you guys did on on the match. Um, I didn't see it as mm, quite as positively as you maybe did, um, but we'll, we'll we'll discuss that a little bit later on. Uh, I think everybody's got the views on the match. To be honest, um, I just worry that if we play like that, we'll get absolutely stonked on Sunday. I really do. But um, you know what? Hopefully not. Hopefully it was the heat. Hopefully uh, we just ran out of steam. Um, I know, Alex, you mentioned that a few times, uh, running out of steam, which is definitely a definite possibility. Uh, but my worry is, how come Brighton didn't? That's the worrying thing for me. Um, you know, maybe well, we went too hard. They've been
2: playing that game for f- a few years now. They're, they're yeah, a they lot have, more competent have, at that but, than we are.
1: We're still learning. But we need, you know, f- if fitness shouldn't be a worry. That's all, That's all I'm saying, but... Um, there was a few off days. Let's face it; we, we, they weren't all at the best, and that's going to happen this season, where you know some of the players uh, aren't at the best, and it's it's just one of them things. But listen, to come away from a, from from Brighton with a point uh, after they beat Man United, uh, I'm perfectly happy with that. To be honest, um, I just think uh, we do need improvements because as soon as we make a substitution, um, yeah. we ain't got the same quality on the pitch, um, and and that's where we need a bit big, bigger. Uh, score depth uh, in my opinion Um, but listen uh, before we start a massive shout out everybody for the get well messages Um, for me it was probably one of the most scariest moments of my life I've had Uh, I don't recall much about Friday night Um, I remember feeling that my blood sugar was dropping Um, I came off a couple of times people thought it was for banter unfortunately it wasn't Um, certainly the last time Um, I basically thought I'd get up and go and try and find something sugary and next thing I know, uh, I'm being revived on the living room floor um, by Susan, who basically saved my life on Friday night. Um, because if I'd been there any longer, I probably wouldn't be here now. Uh, once you once you sort of go into a coma, it's very difficult to come out of that. So um, it was very scary. It's uh, shook me up uh, a hell of a lot. Um, mentally, I don't think I'm still back to normal. Uh, physically, almost there. Blue sugars have been fine over the last couple of days. Um, just been resting up. I slept most of Saturday, to be honest, apart from the match. Um, and uh, yesterday again, just rested up. You know, Susan's been looking after the kids and everything like that. She's been absolutely remarkable. Um, and uh, to know that there's somebody like that by your side when things like that happen, it's it's quite reassuring. Um, so you know what? For all that happened, she's got a and my, my little lad as well, Ben. He was. The, the weird thing in when i was when I was on i wasn't conscious, but i could I could hear him shouting at me, which is a strange, really strange feeling, but you just can't wake up um and then obviously, my eldest daughter rang the ambulance and things like that, so uh, they came out It was about two hours after that they managed to get out to me um because they said on the nine 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 call that they had over seventy seven life or death situations that they were being called to around county Durham uh so unfortunately uh they couldn't get out as quick as they wanted to but um i pretty much stabilized by the time they got out to me uh they did all the checks you know the blood checks and all that and um just told me to to get some more toast insiders and you know carbs and stuff and uh, yeah uh pulled round, um but it was uh very very scary um and like i said it has shook me up quite badly um but Hey-ho, we go on. Um, I wanted to get back on because it, it gives me a, a, a focus and, uh, you know, something to to get excited about. Hopefully a few transfers coming in, but uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll go through some uh, some comments first of all, but once again, I must say thank you to everybody that has messaged. I did see the odd idiot in the chat, unfortunately, uh, who decided to think that, you know, <laughs> for some reason, um, I thought I was special. Uh, wow, it, I mean, wow, uh, crazy, but, uh, you know, these people don't deserve to be on the planet, to be fair, but never mind, we'll not give them any more airtime. Ian, thank you very much for your £10 super chat. Uh, It's just great to see you back, Paul. Hope you're okay. And Alvin Messenger, uh, thank you for your $10, mate. Paul, great to see you back. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy life. Uh, All the best. Thanks very much, mate. Um, YT, hope it was all well. massive shout-out to the Toon Review family. Uh, Louis, good evening. Thanks, mate uh, the Britain young P- P- podcast, see Conti and Tuchel have been charged by the FA, uh, after the match on Sunday. Uh, it's, uh, Louis just can't be asked to change accounts. Oh, okay. Uh, well you did, you, you've, you've had an account then and then you've changed it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, that was a bit strange. Chippers, thank you for your 20 pounds super chat, matey. That's, that's really kind of you. Uh, great. You were back on your feet, Mitt. uh, Susan, you're a hero. Not all of them need or wear capes. Indeed. Um, do you know what? If I could marry that woman, I'd do it tomorrow. Um, she's just my life, my life, absolutely, and uh, I'll forever say that. And I'm not embarrassed to say it. I'm not one of these lads that's too uh, mature to say how he feels. That this woman, she's everything to me and saved my life on Friday night. Um, so yeah. Um, what did you make of the Conte um, Tuchel situation? Uh, I just found that extraordinary, uh, Alex. Um, I mean, it was exacerbated
2: by a f- poor officiating, uh, but it doesn't excuse them. I, th- I think mm. Conte is, I mean, everybody knows my thoughts about Italy and the Euros and how they beat us and how, when they won, all they wanted to do was mock us, not celebrate their own win. It's how they're built, It's how they're wired in Italian football specifically. Um, and Conte was quite happy as soon as something went Tottenham's way to gloat instead of cheer because it's just what they do. And it, I hate it personally. I think it's a horrible way to enjoy football. Um, they're entitled to enjoy it in their own way. But, um, and then Tuchel obviously kind of fair enough, didn't like that, reacted, bumped into him in the first time challenged. And then it was, it was all, you know, scuffly. And at the end as well, Tuchel obviously hold on, held onto his hand firmly, yeah, it like he tried to dominance. To, 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 yeah, sort of crush um, his
1: hand, didn't he? It was bizarre. Well, I mean, I mean, he
2: got the dominance because Conte sort of went, "Yeah, you know, it is what it is. It's just a weird little, you know, two two. I mean, alpha male managers trying to show who's the biggest mm. tiger in the woodsy jungly, whatever it is. It was weird. We, I mean, it was dramatic. It was
1: fun for neutrals. Uh, the officials probably should have done a lot better, but, yeah. I mean, uh, how that wasn't a foul on Cuccarella, I'll never know. I mean, literally getting thrown <laughs> to the floor by his hair. And the fact <laughs> that VAR looked at it and didn't even award a free kick. And then, of course, they go and score. I, I, I just, Billy, I found that extraordinary. And, and, and you know, when, when the Chelsea fans were saying that Anthony Taylor, it, was, it t- Taylor or, it, yeah, yeah. was it Taylor? yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that he's got something yeah. against Chelsea. Do you know what? When you look at the decisions that were given, uh, just incredible well I'm not sure like that I mean,
0: the, apparently he's refereed Chelsea on 8 other occasions and they've won every, every time and Spurs his refereed them on 6 occasions and they would win every time so someone had to give unless it was a draw and it ended up being a draw and I felt sorry for Chelsea because they were the streets ahead of, of, of Spurs I thought Chelsea were
1: brilliant on it yesterday uh, you know, really and did. on the
0: pitch itself they were more ahead of Spurs I thought Spurs were really disappointing um, mm. and I think the referee did let them down and with the hair-pulling thing, just I just reminded of Louis van Gaal and that ridiculous kind of strange interview he did with the was United. Do you remember that only in uh, whatever he said is it acceptable to pull people's hair? You know, it was just absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. Red card all day long. What kind, of a-
1: a- what kind of accent were you trying to do there, Billy, before you I stopped I was, yourself. I,
0: was do, I, was, I was trying to do Louis van Gaal, but I wasn't going to say the <laughs> words he said.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Pears, thank you for your £4.49, mate. Very, very kind. Uh, happy you're back on your feet, Paul, thank God Susan was there, yeah, indeed uh, you know, it was it, to be honest, it was my uh, my little lad that found me um, on the floor, and then um, Susan uh, we don't live together at the minute so Susan had to rush down, she only lives same village, so she, she flew down in, uh because she was the only one that actually sort of knew what to do, but the other guys in the house now have been I mean, poor Ben, he he, he was telling everybody that he ne- I needed sugar I needed sugar, but uh, there wasn't much in the house, and that was my fault. So, um, yeah, um, John's back door. Good evening. Hope you're well, John Dawson. Evening all. Uh, how tired are we all feeling with the uh, repeated low ball deals, uh, out of hand rejection, giving up and then repeating? Tired much? Yeah, I, look, I was going to bring that up tonight, to be honest, because I, I'm getting a little cheesed off. I have to say, um, you know, going in with these, what what, what I think a piss poor offers. Uh, I, I, I do believe that it's now time that we, we stumped up you know, the valuation, um, and instead of just going in low balling all the time. We, we are losing out on players because of the low balling, and it, it, you know what? There's, the, the, there's not much longer left, okay, it, it, to get deals done, it, proper deals, you know, rather than rush them through on deadline day. And I just feel like it's about time that we started going in. With proper offers, instead of just low, we're not going to get these players for low-ball offers. It's quite clear. Even Watford have turned around, you know, and said no outright for João Pedro. They've said no. I mean, Alex, I know you kind of split with this one, but you know, it is the case every time we're going low-ball. And do you think it's maybe time to change? I'm.
2: I I don't agree. I I do understand where people are coming from. I I get the. I understand the, the concept. I just don't agree. Um, I think Chalpedro Pedro isn't worth more than 25, possibly 30 a massive
1: stretch. Yeah, but we've based gone based in at 17, Alex. It's nowhere near what he's valued at. He it's,
2: it's a first offer. You don't go in with the well, full whack. Um, it makes sense as a first bid. Uh, as a, am sure the club weren't expecting that to be accepted. It, it, it scales up. Look, my opinion on this, it stems back to the Eketike deal. they accepted, um, Rem accepted nearly 10 million less um, for him to go to PSG than we offered. We offered 10 million more and he went to a different club. Um, And I think the club are sick of it and they want to, they want to do their own strategy. They've got their own targets and they want to do it their way. And if anybody tries to, to bully them, they are trying to set the standard that, you know, they have the final say in every deal and they, they're not going to, submit to anybody. I kind of like that, to be fair. Um, I, I, mm. I completely sympathise and understand it's ner- nervy and it's scary. Um, but after 14 years of absolute nothing, apart from our fifth place season, which is pretty exciting, mm. um, it's it's happening anyway. We are inevitable. We, we are going to the top. So I I, I don't mind this because I feel like if we, if we do give in and break strategy, it's going to have a knock-on effect for the next five, ten transfers of the next three, four, five windows. Um, yes, I'm also upset. I would have loved some of these lads to come through the door. We've been linked with some brilliant players, and it's a shame. But I, I you know, hats off to them for sticking to their to their guns and their principles. And mm-hmm. if, if if we finish slightly lower because they're trying to be strict, people are going. There will be a lot of unhappy people, but it will pay off in four, five, six transfer windows time.
1: Yeah. When we're getting good, deals. I think, well, it's listen, it's opinions, isn't it? I've, I've that's my opinion, you've I agree given yours. With both. both can be true at the same time, yeah, I feel, of course. To be fair, yeah. what uh, I'll say is, I think
0: 17 two seconds, half
1: million. Two. You go on, two seconds. Um, we just got a six pound 10 super chat in there from uh the usual guy, and it's gone off the screen just as so I was about to say it, but we'll, we'll uh, I'll come to that. Uh, and 17.99 from Zishan. Thank you very much, Zishan. Even if peeps hope you're well, Paul, uh, but you should have taken a couple more days off. Uh, the two diamonds next you did a cracking job on the review show yeah i know they did um but listen I, i've explained why i'm doing it I, I need to i need to get myself doing some sort of normality um because all if i'm just sitting thinking about what happened on friday i make myself worse to be honest so it gives me a bit of a focus um uh and there is the love of my life the absolute rock the amazing woman that is susan good evening um billy what were you gonna say there
0: well, I think I just think seventeen and a half million pounds is a lot of money for a championship player who, for all intents and purposes, scored three goals last season in the yeah. Premier League. Yeah, I think it's a fair. I think it's a very fair offer. Okay, fine. Watford I'm accepting it. Whether we continue with that or not, I don't know. But I think it's a lot of money for a championship player. I've got to tell you. I'll
2: explain why they rejected it in a bit.
1: Um, look, I mean, <laughs> I'm just. I'm the only reason I'm getting a bit like that is because. I just felt that on on Saturday there was nobody came off that, that we had on the bench that could come and change that game in any shape or form. Um, because, yes, the start in 11, fantastic, you know, um, which is really good. Oh, Michael Marsden, thank you for your 89.99 super chat. Uh, thank you so much, buddy. Uh, hi, Paul. Great to see you back on the show. Billy and Alex, hope you're both well. Um, thank you, Michael. Looking forward to seeing you again on Saturday for the game, mate. Um, yeah, it just, you know, the, the start 11 for me, you, you know, that first half was, was good enough. Um, you know, it, I'm not so sure Callum Wilson's goal should have been disallowed. I was pretty pissed about that, to be honest. So um, was Shearer, to be fair. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but then second half, you know, when Brighton were pretty much on top of us, you're just looking for that little bit of a change. And there was nobody on that bench that could come, come on that pitch and, and, and make a change. You know, Murphy came on, didn't really, didn't really do anything. Sean Longstaff came on. Again, he's not a game changer. And we need a bit more squad depth. Um, and, and that's what concerns me at the minute, is that we don't have that depth. You know, we've got Man City on Sunday. And yes, our start 11 will probably give them a good game. But when it comes to tyre and legs, you look at what City can bring on yeah. to what we can bring on. And, you know, I personally think Elliot Anderson should have come on because he, he is the kind of player that maybe can change a little bit. Bring him on for twenty minutes, you know, see what he can do. But again, it, it it's up to Weddy what he does. But it's just that depth. We, we didn't have I don't the think extra substitution, so we could have done. Yeah. that. um, a bit bizarre, but you know what? We got a point. We're still unbeaten. Um, you know, and, and that's the positive thing. Uh, we've got two clean sheets as well. And, and Nick Pope, for me, was, was absolutely fantastic. He did, not just the saves he made, but the way he commanded his area again. You know, when Brighton played the balls into the channels or over the top, he was out in a flash. Um, and he, it, for me, he doesn't just welly the ball away. You know, if, if, he, if he has to, he does. But then most of the time, he'll control it and then act as a sweeper, which you mentioned earlier on when we signed him, Alex, like the sweeper-keeper role. That he just he starts a move off again by just passing it out and getting us going again, which which is brilliant. Um yeah, he's always trying to throw it out, roll it out really quickly, yep. and get us going. Yeah,
2: absolutely brilliant.
1: Uh, Jordy Metal, thank you for your twenty pound super chat. He says after the game, Brighton, after the Brighton game, it's a must that we buy at least two more players, or I can't see us hitting the top ten. Um, you know, it it is it is a you know we it's it's about squad depth. It's not about panicking. You know, but it, it everybody can see that we need that additional quality to come off the bench. And we've all spoke about it earlier on in the transfer shows where we've all said, you know, we need to bring a player off and replace him with a similar quality. I, I, I do have something to
2: say about, about the comments like that, to be fair. You've got to look at people, people who we were scared of, clubs around us such as Villa and West Ham. Um, we were getting a bit scared that they were beating us to signings. Yeah, they've both yeah. started very poorly, uh, albeit some injuries. Diego Carlos has been injured, Skamak has not hit the ground. A lot of these transfers that we were worried about haven't done a lot so far. And they both a lot of them are losing games, a lot of them are further down the table. And we're four points, two matches, looking healthy. Everybody's fit. We know we need a couple more players, but. The the teams that are battling around for that sort of eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, we we don't apart from Brighton look possibly slightly better than us, but West Ham don't, Leicester I would argue don't, and Villa certainly don't. So I'm not scared. I think we're fine, and I think we will get two new players in anyway. So well, I kind of had to have
1: a, a little bit of a um it, when Aston Villa tweeted out today that Diego uh, Carlos had suffered the ligament. I I just sort of. Sort of jumped on the timeline and just wrote oh dear in cap uh, and then exclamation marks, uh, just for the, the shite that they give us when this when they bought him, of course. Uh, so you know, we've beat you to him and now he's out for well, quite a, quite a long period of time. Uh, Michael says, uh, 17 million for Pedro. Why didn't we just buy Dennis, uh, who looks a player? Baffling. Um, I will explain, don't worry. <laughs> We oh could, oh, yeah.
2: there, oh there was something by the way that i have to kind of mention uh Callum, Callum window me and billy found this out after the show ended yesterday we were having a look at different players and yeah our, one of our favorites um psg let him go uh on friday to um uh Lons in yeah the club where he'd already spent two seasons on loan so he disappeared back to them for 20 million which is quite a quite a, a low fee to be fair um so that means yeah, and has played thirteen minutes so far,
1: in like four matches. So, ha 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 ha. <laughs> yeah. Well, didn't we all say that was going to happen? Um, you know, we 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 said that. Where is he going to get game time? Um, I mean, I know he's only a kid, and he's he's got the he's got the future and stuff like that. When the older guys move on, I mean, inevitably the will Neymar's getting on, Messi's certainly getting on. So you know, maybe his chance will come in time. But uh, that's just. One of those strange ones. Um, up the a one. Thank you for your five pound super chat, buddy. Uh, look after yourself. That is the main thing. Thanks, mate. Um, Dominic Schelvy is a great servant, but I wouldn't include him in the twenty-five man squad as he may be out until after the World Cup. Billy, that's an interesting one. Um, for me, I don't see why he should why he gets included if he's going to be out injured till after the World Cup because we can obviously rename the squad again in January and it would give the place to to maybe one of the youngsters.
0: I, I could, yeah, well, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. He's not; he's going to be a waste of a squad place, isn't he? So, no, no no need to pick him until January. The only problem with that is if someone comes in, does a job, and Xavi can't get back in. He's, he's not going to be the happiest bunny of all, but, I mean, at the end of the day, he's injured. He's not going really to be any use to us. so why would you put him in a position where he can't play and he's on a squad, you know, wasting the place, really? So, yeah, I agree. I totally agree.
1: Alex, how do you feel about it? Uh, sorry, I was, I was... Checking some
2: news. Sorry. Refresh my memory. What What was the question? Shelby uh, You know, me and Billy
1: maybe he shouldn't be in, shouldn't be included. And it's not again nothing against John Joe. You know, but it's it's if he's going to be out till January, then why, why put him in the squad?
2: Um, well, I need to double check because obviously you can re-register people um, again. So I, mm. I'd have to go and double check when that is because maybe they're maybe they're hoping they can get uh, four or five matches out of him. Um, anyway, maybe that's maybe that's the logic. Maybe the hoping he comes back, you know, all the world cups on, he has a really good recovery and he plays. Um, but it is, it is a strange one, it, it is a bit odd. Um, I mean, the youngsters wouldn't take up a spot, so I, I don't think there's anybody to include. That's, I, I get it's weird, but unless we sign, you know, three more players or something. I mean arguably we still need to we still need to clear out um Richie Fernandez just isn't playing. He's, I know he's just coming back from another little injury, but you know, that's two. Who's the other one? There's somebody else as well. Potentially whoever comes in who can play as a winger, we need to get rid of one of ours. Yeah, I don't know.
1: It's a funny one. Um interesting from Stephen. He says, I don't think they ran out of steam, just think that we're too hot in them tops. Uh, and had dehydration and heat exhaustion. Um, I thought the tops were awful. I, 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 they're just they're horrible. Um, they didn't even... I mean, Billy, I I heard you last night on the show saying that it didn't even look like a football strip. It, it, it just looked like a T-shirt. And I, I 100% agree with you. It was horrible. And, you know, I don't see where the... I've, I've looked a million times, and I, I cannot work out, you know, how one of the other strips clashed with Brighton. I, I just don't get that. Um but was it do, do you think because they're not proper football strips in the way that they sort of handle the sweat and things like that that these sort of you know modern day football shirts do, would that have caused a problem?
0: I'm sure they've had them adapted to be you know used for, mm. for you know professional football as a, in a game game situation. I just thought that the, they didn't match the shorts. I think the shorts were a bad choice. I think the, if they are on they maybe, would, I don't know, different kind of shorts, it just didn't look. It looked, looked like a load of kids in the park playing, basically. Yeah, I thought it was embarrassing. I, I, I,
1: I thought it was embarrassing. It was. I, I just, I just hate them. I, I, I don't want to see us wear them again. To be honest, may, maybe they're nice for the fans to buy and, um, you know, with the with the background of the time Bridge et cetera. It's, it's, it's nice, but not, not to play football. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, so for me, it was a no, but, um, you know, like I say, I, I didn't get my chance to say anything last night and obviously for obvious reasons. And, um, Joe Willock for me, um, again, uh, I don't think he showed up on Saturday at all. Um, and I've seen, I've seen people having a dig at Maxi again. Um, and I've seen comments after the show again, saying that, you know, oh there goes Alex again, sticking up for Maxie. um, Look, for me, Maxi played a different role on Saturday because he was trying to create things, and, and this time I think he should have been a bit more selfish because there was a couple of opportunities that I saw in the first half that he had ample chance to shoot, and he didn't. Now, you could say, is that Callum Wilson getting in his ear? Or is, you know, he's very aware of Callum Wilson now and he's, he's got to try and play Callum in, um, and... What I did notice about Callum Wilson was the amount of times that he bollocked Miggy, um, which I found yeah. a bit strange. Um, and you know, I've, I've heard, I've, well, I've seen other comments and people mentioning that that were a little concerned the fact that Wilson was seemingly turning his anger at Miggy. I mean, what do you guys think of that, Billy? We'll start with you, but I just thought it was a little bit strange.
0: I don't think Wilson likes Miggy. I think it's plainly obvious from looking at the body language. Yeah. And the fact that uh, Miggy wouldn't, didn't pass to him on two occasions when he was stood at the far post waiting to tap in and Miggy went for goal, uh, that Callum Wilson didn't like that and, and made it plainly obvious he didn't like it. And I think he also called out the wingers on, on, on an interview. I don't know if it was Saturday or not. Alex mentioned last night. I just don't think he rates Miggy. If I'm perfectly honest, I think that's where it all balls from. And Callum Wilson has no real right to be like that because he's a professional footballer yeah. in the same team, you know, fighting for the same cause. Um. And really shouldn't show that kind of dissent to a fellow teammate, to be honest.
1: I mean, the thing is, right, this may sound a bit weird, but apart from Callum Wilson's goal, right, that he scored against Forest, I haven't seen anything from him. Even in pre-season. I I don't know what you guys think, but I think it's a bit harsh of him to sort of call Miggy out and things like that when, when his own game isn't really hitting high levels yet. You know, and...
0: I think he's I think very frustrated it, with the lack of services But he
1: need that's that's all going to come with time surely. You know, Miggy wasn't in the team a lot last season and Wilson was injured a lot so they haven't really had an opportunity, you know, for a long time to to, to sort of blend as a three. And you know, the it's it's frustrating when you see them having to go at each other so early on in the season and it's it'll clearly lock Miggy's confidence because we know what he's like. He's a confidence player. Um Abs thank you very much for your 10 pound super chat. Uh, no comment there, but I saw your comment before. Thank you very much. And uh, PD, proud luck. Thank you for your £10, matey. Much appreciated. Great to see you back, Paul, mate. Should have lost against Brighton, but so hilarious. Them lot and the green snot kid get stung by the bees on Saturday. Yeah, well, that certainly cheered me up, I have to tell you. Um, <laughs> wow, did it. Uh, hilarious. Um, but look, there's things. It's very, very early days. We've played two games in the Premier League and. Uh, things just need to just settle down a little bit. You know, we're not going to be at a hundred percent every single game, um, but it, it it does worry me that the squad depth's not there. It, it just it just isn't.
0: There's lots of things affecting the service to, to Callum Wills. It's not just the, the wing players. It's the fact that Bruno's so far back up the pitch and not an yeah. uh, attacking to position to, to, to yeah. put balls in for him, and, that, and that's down to Xavi's injury. So, do we buy another eight or do we buy a, a, a center? Cent- 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 so, would you
1: have mm-hmm. started Sean Longstaff instead of maybe Willock and push Bruno a bit further up?
0: I don't think Longstaff can play or would that.
1: would you six. not trust Sean Longstaff in that position? No, absolutely not against not. Brighton. No, not that
2: he's got maybe against right. somebody, but not against Brighton. They would have destroyed him.
1: Or do we move, you know, if to, when targets fit, do we move Burn into centre back alongside um, Botman and play Shaw?
2: I've had a lot of messages, by the way, from people, actually, about yeah. putting Botman or Share or a variety of defenders as a CDM. My answer <laughs> to all of you is absolutely not. I completely just no. We used to have these arguments about Conor
0: didn't we? You know, put, put him in midfield and the one case they did, he was absolutely awful.
2: Like, I used to be okay with that idea under Bruce. Yeah, fine, because we just didn't have anything else. Now, no, 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 absolutely not. Not happening
1: yeah yeah absolutely fair enough uh right uh first player is uh well there's a strange one it's joe pedro Uh, i'm i'm just gonna divert your attention
2: to this page because sorry uh okay this is from match day 22 of last season until the final game uh Mm -hmm. with third in the form table yeah so that's a lot of matches that's what 16 matches Mm -hmm. third in the form table and we've played two so far this season and one was a win and one was a draw So that puts us at what? 40, uh, if I can count, 39 points uh, from 19 matches. Palace won, Liverpool nil. Oh. Wilfred Zahar. At Anfield.
0: Yeah.
2: Very nice. So, yeah, that doesn't lie. That doesn't lie. And the the goals as well, we're what? We're 20, 26, um, 4, 18. Like, yeah, we need to improve but our form over the last 18 matches is we're we're third in the league we're Champions League form we're absolutely fine so even if this drops off considerably we're still in the top 10 and we probably will still get two new signings i think people are, are overreacting a tiny bit like brighton are massively underrating brighton as well anyway chaul pedro let's have a look at what the deal is um so still 20 years old not even 21 which is why they they're being annoying about it because he's going to be worth a lot more in the future um six foot just shy of six foot eleven stone (coughs) and he still is extremely extremely young so this is not too shabby at all not too shabby at all um he's he's played in a very poor Watford side who had very little possession he had very little behind him in all honesty he had to drop deep to do things and this is very interesting um and when you look at how many, how much he gets in terms of progressive carries and progressive passes, and he did play up front a lot, but he's versatile. He can play sort of with a partner. He can play out wide. Uh, he's good in the channels. He's very good at his dribbles. As you can see, in 98th percentile for dribbles completed as a forward, he's very technical. He's very dribbly, but he's also very, very strong. He wins a lot of his, his aerial duels as well. You can see down here, he wins quite a lot. Very, very useful defensively. Anyhow, loves this kind of striker. You can see the kind of profile striker we're going for now. Link with Ramos, link with Jao Pedro, Eketike, Bamba Dieng. They're all between 19 and 22. and They've all got a certain profile. They've all got shots. They can all dribble a bit. They've all got good defensive contributions. This is the profile he's going for. Still, 2.57 shots per 90 is very, very tidy. Mm-hmm. Um, consider- considering the team he was playing in, let's, let's remember who he was playing for. Um shot creating actions is very, very healthy as well. And his non penalty XG was actually was actually pretty good, to be fair. It it says it's bad, but for his age and for the team he was playing in, I don't think it's too bad. Um, I think one goal every four games in a Watford team when when you're when he was like 19 last season, that's, that's not that bad. One goal every four games for a nineteen year old in a Watford side in the Prem. Um Alex, can you zoom in, zoom in a
0: little bit? Because people are having trouble seeing it, the actual
2: I can. We can zoom in on the on the little stats so we go. can see those. So important parts to his game, progressive passes and carries. He's very good at getting the ball up the pitch. Um, very, very good with his uh, defensive contributions. His pressures is, is a really important thing here. We, we don't like it when Chris Wood comes on and pretends to press. This guy actually <laughs> presses. Good shot volume. Helps create shots for other teammates as well. For, for somebody so young who has dropped out the league, very, very impressive. Uh, and if we scroll down and just give him the benefit of the doubt here, I understand that they got relegated. But look at his age profile. Like he he got Watford out of the championship. He helped them. He played 2,700 minutes in when they got promoted out of the championship and got mm. 11 goal contributions. So that's, you know, Maxi got 10 in 2,800, so similar, but albeit it is in the championship. It's still the same amount of minutes. Um, and then up to the Premier League, didn't play as much because he's still very young. They tried, you know, they had other strikers. They they had Denny and and um, and and Joshua King and stuff up front. Uh, so 15 starts, managed four goal contributions, three three and one, not incredible. Um, and then he started all three games back in the Championship, but we can actually go and have a look at those uh, and see how he's getting on. Uh, I will zoom in. Don't worry, if my sofa score wants to load. It's not playing ball at the moment, so for score. It's being very slow with me. Right. So they started off against Sheffield and he scored in game one. He played, they played in a 3 4 3 with a bit of a sort of a winger system, and he was right at the top. Uh let's just click on him and get our stats up. There he is. So heat map, as you can see, he, he plays as a striker, but he's very happy, happy supporting in the channels as well. He, he does a lot more. He's very, very dribbly. <laughs> four four successful dribbles eight attempted uh, this is kind of more than Maxi does so he's very very confident two shots on target he got the goal um, very very good with his duels as well six out of eleven for for the young lad putting himself about um, and then so the West Brom game this was the funny one that everybody remembers because obviously Saar scored the halfway line goal which was really funny uh, against Steve Bruce Uh, So, different system here. They tried a a 3-4-3 with him slightly deeper. Still played very well. Uh, If I can bring him up here. So, defensive contributions, his heat map is down kind of where Joe Linton has to do a lot of dirty work sometimes for us. So, he was Uh contributing defensively. Played the full 90 minutes. One shot off target. Four successful dribbles again is very tidy. Um, 64 touches is a lot for, for a striker four out of seven aerials, seven out of 10 jewels. He's so involved physically in this game for such a young lad as well. Um, fouled a couple of times. He contributed with five clearances as a young striker. Um, he's just two interceptions and a tackle as well. That's his pressing output. He's just, I think he's brilliant. I think his, his goal, his output is there in a better team because his shot volume's there. He's just in... I know everybody likes a lot of the Watford players, but apart from the ones that people mention, their midfield is pretty pretty poor and and their defence as well. Their control of the game and service is not not incredible. Um, And then he played, uh, they tried a 4-2-3-1 in the last one. Um, They did manage to win despite losing a man uh, late on. He played 80 minutes, only got the two dribbles, (coughs) won five out of five aerial duels as well. So he's really not, you know, we remember when he scored against us when he beat Jamal Lascelles in the air. He's not shy in the air either. So he's well,
1: yeah. But it, it, you know, go back over the sentence you've just said, there, Alex.
2: <laughs> Very true. Yeah, but that's supposed to be something yeah. that Jamal Lascelles is is best at. Is his? Let's face it he you was know...
1: he was beaten in the air by you know Hunter Slag and Mackem or whatever his name was for you know for <laughs> if we look back to the preseason as well scroll up to his stats
0: for you. I mean, he, he gave so, all the centre-halves and defenders all sorts of trouble, didn't he, in the game against us? Even mm-hmm. got, well, you know was kind of um, taken in by a, a few times. So, yeah, he, he had a really, put the best player on the pitch, actually, against us, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean, so, to, in conclusion for this guy, I understand his output's low, but I, I think, I don't think that's too much of a problem. I, I think his output will improve. I think he's just in a very poor team with not enough service. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's got every every attribute you would want is there. I, I, think, he's, I think he's a good player. Um, I think he's much better than Chris Wood. He's mouldable. Um, he's got all the physical and technical attributes that Eddie Howe and the coaching stuff really like. Um, I think it'd be a great signing, especially if they've gone in with a 17 million bid, then they might accept a bit, maybe a bit higher than that. And I think it's a good signing. I would like it. Okay. Um.
1: David Stanton, uh, welcome to the Members Club. Thank you for becoming a member of the channel. Welcome to the family. And it was, in fact, tuned Dave with a £6.10 super chat. Glad you're back, Paul. Get yourself some Mars bars in just in case. Love to Susan and the kids for knowing what to do. Thank you, mate. Um, Alvin says, something has to break this week. Uh, Decide uh, who we want, then go get him. Simple as that. Uh, Key88 says, top players cost top dollar. It's becoming frustrating. Hopefully, we can get some in. Uh, Gary says the offers feel like Ashley deals the offering, but it's nowhere near going to be enough. Uh, Wayne, thank you very much. Uh, Dominic says, so Dan Ashworth has brought in youth for the future, which is great. Uh, and a relegated goalkeeper. Well, that's a little bit harsh, Dominic, to be honest. Um, it wasn't Nick Pope's fault that they were relegated, I'm afraid. Uh, slightly breaking news, Alex.
2: Um, Portuguese national media, TVs, outlets are all reporting that we're going to go back in for Ramos from Benfica again with the 40 million euro bid. Um, mm. And that's all their versions of Sky Sports and CNN and all of that kind of thing. Um, so think of that what you will. I mean, it's interesting that we've we've officially had a bid turned down for João Pedro today, according to Keith Downey. So it's a, we seem to have many, many balls in the air all at the same time.
1: Uh, there's quite a few in the air by the looks of things, but if if there's, you know, we've always said if there's one media, more than one media outlet, uh, you know, going for them. So, um, listen, I, I think Ramos would be a, a brilliant sign of me. I, I think he's an absolute tank. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that the Benfica manager would quite clearly sell him. He's already stated that, I think, in quite quite vocally in public uh that he's, he's trying to get his own men in and things like that so uh, listen it, it could happen uh, it's, it's certainly nice to see us going for these players Billy and actually I think it just proves that maybe I think you know the management are aware that we need reinforcements
0: and they can't fail to I mean like like we said earlier Brighton brought on three subs of the day which, which kind of changed the game we brought on three subs so it's and hang on and Quality-wise, they were, they were in, the, in the same league as, as Bayern substitutions. Um, the young Japanese winger came on and gave uh, Kieran Trippier all sorts of problems down the left-hand side. And so we, we need more depth and we definitely need back up to a striker that generally gets himself injured, um, yeah. whether it's a first choice or as a second choice. But I think Mamos is, is one for the future as well as one for now. So, yeah, let's connect um, on him.
1: On Kieran Trippier, I still don't think he's firing all cylinders. I think he's a little bit still on the slow side. I don't know what you guys think. Um, he gave the ball away a few times again against Brighton. I, I, I just, I mean, Billy, I, I watched the show last night, and you, you're still convinced that Craft is the better defender, and yeah. you know Tripp is the all-round better footballer. Um, I just think he's, it, it, there's something just not not right with him.
0: I think his legs are going. If I'm perfectly honest, I think at 30 really? years old, yeah. 32 year old fullback, every chance he's going to be a yard, or, a yard slower than what he was when he was 28, 27. Mm. He's still a fantastic footballer, mind. Yeah. But it's defensively, which is what he's in the side for, I feel more safe with craft. But as a leader and as, a, as an actual footballer, and you've got to remember that Brian puts him through a lot of pressure on Saturday, and that's probably why his, his passes did go at, um, kind of a, a right at times, but most of the time they didn't go right. Most of the time, he, he manages to find himself some time. So he's, he's still a fantastic footballer. I just think his legs are slightly not as quick as he used to be.
1: Alex?
2: Um, I, I don't want to believe it. I think it's very fair. It's a very, very fair suggestion from Billy. I, I, I'm praying that he's not right. I think he might be. I just hope he's not. I, I hope that maybe he's having a bit of a wobble. Not a bit of a wobble. I think maybe he needs a few games to bed in and he might. Hopefully, pick it up. Fingers crossed. Um, I hope Billy's not right. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, because, so do I, to be you know, all all the euphoria of signing him last season kind of goes out the window. Um, there is a few comments uh in the chat about about the João Pedro. Um, that he, he's he's a wrong one. I don't know whether you guys have said, I'm not, I'm not sort totally going into detail because oh, like a- I don't know anything about this or. No. Also, also commented
0: it was a bit wow well, oh. I, I, I don't know anything Adam about his...
1: bracket. and I, I I don't know because I what? don't know much about him but apparently wow. in Brazil uh, he I don't know oh, I have uh, no idea can't comment on there's more on than one person commented on it so I don't know what the situation is with that I mean I find it strange that if he is he's still at a football club to be honest so I don't understand that um, very strange could it just be somebody else with the same name? There is another Jar Pedro, but yeah, there is. The, uh, well, annual three, so one of them's Portuguese as well. To be fair, but uh, uh, you know,
0: you, may I have, don't got know. The, you may have got to take the "r" out of his surname, though, have not
1: you? Oh, Billy, Jesus! Uh, Tagus is uh, get Pulisic, Pulisic, Ramos, and Gallagher, and then we will all shut up. <laughs> If it was only as easy as that. Um Dennis for left for 20 million and he scored 10, says Simon. Um Jean says uh also it's it's nice we're playing City this week, so hard a hard one out of the way. Um
0: I think again will help us against City. I, really no, do. Possibly, I think it
1: stands yeah. in good stead. I really do Yeah. Tangi says and Diaz is better than value than Pedro.
2: Yeah, somebody asked near the start of the show had we spoken about him he was linked in january briefly and paul was very interested in him as well he was a very good player but i think he got injured and then he fell off the radar so mm-hmm. i'm not sure we were linked with him if we're linked with him we'll talk about him again but yeah he seems
1: decent uh aj says hi paul alex and billy uh, we have to remember no one promised us a top six squad it's a slow rebuild patience is everything during this new era um John says we paid 20 million pounds for Jacob Murphy years ago for context. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Keith says, "Are we not looking at a few Chelsea players?" Uh, yes. Uh, Carl Freeburn, thanks for your six pound ten super chat. I uh, hope you're feeling better, Paul, uh, and I hope Statos Tech is better tonight than last night. A yeah, well, I kept night.
2: disconnecting. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, I noticed that. Uh, Pedro Stoko says, uh, "Paul, what you're going to say about the bench <laughs> is so right." Uh, yeah, well I think you know it's not a question of being right. I think it's a fact that every Newcastle fan will say that that the you know we just don't have a strong enough bench at the minute. And that's the little bit of you know, if, if the window was to close now with what we've got, that would be the disappointing side for me that we haven't got that depth, you know, that that, that we clearly need, that that other teams maybe have uh that we don't. Um, because it's clear that when we make a substitution uh the sting is taken out. It it, it happened against Forest. You know, we, we made those changes against Forrest and the Sting yeah. was taken out of the performance. We don't because we haven't got the same quality on the pitch. Um Julie right. says me, Dad and Amanda were at the Chelsea game, supposedly there for a meeting. Anything in that, guys, do you think?
2: I believe so.
0: Yeah, I do. You too. do.
2: They're, they're not just gonna go down for it, they're, they're not gonna and a match day weekend, the day after we've played, they're not just going to randomly go down to London for a day out, like a couple of weeks before our business is about to conclude. Not the not these kinds of high func high functioning hyper successful business people. They won't just go. I oh, will just take Sunday off and bugger off to London. they, they were there for business. I, I'm ninety okay. percent sure of it. I would be very surprised if they were there just. To, they, because they accepted an invitation and wanted a day out, like those are not the kinds of people they are. They are extremely high functioning people who, when they go somewhere, it's for a purpose, and they, you know, they're not on their holidays at the moment. It was still in the the back end of the transfer window, so hmm. Pedro's
1: amazed at how Murphy actually gets on the pitch. Uh, look. <laughs> It is what it is. That's who we've got at the minute. That's that's the depth that we have, and and that's why I'm saying it's it's worrying me because it's clear Jacob Murphy's not going to make. He, he's 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 where he is now. He's not going to get any better. I mean, how old is Jacob Murphy now? 28,
0: twenty eight.
1: Twenty seven. Twenty eight. Like twenty seven. Nearly twenty
0: eight. I mean, you so, saw that a wide player not getting in on to, to the far post for a cross that Callum Wilson put in. He, he should be, standing, I mean, what
1: a ball that standing, watching, was. By standing
0: the way. there watching, he was literally standing 10 yards away watching. Made
1: no What, effort what a times, ball so. that was. If was that big. was a, one opportunity that we needed to put the ball in the back of the net, um, you know, but there was nobody there, and, and that's really, really frustrating. No, nobody read the ball, nobody reads reads the game when we bring on these players that aren't good enough. Uh yeah. I'm just I'm just thinking maybe you know. Give Anderson a shot. Put Anderson on instead of Murphy for once. You know, just I think give him Anderson a would have made the
0: run at least. I think he would have made the run. Yeah, I think do be, as be, well. I think he'd have I'd been do. intelligent enough to go for the. Yeah, you got a you got gamble in that situation.
1: I mean, one thing Elliot Anderson is right, He's, he's got a good football and brain. And even, you know, Joey Barton said that when he was on loan at, at, at Rovers last season. So he's got a, a fantastic football and brain about him. Um, Cameron, I don't know what the hell you're on. Elliot Anderson is not good enough. I mean, what makes you think he's not good enough? Where have you seen enough of him to say that he's not good enough? Because quite frankly, what we've seen from him, he is going to be good enough. Um,
0: Cameron's made a few of the dodgy comments. Strange
1: comment. Um, Stephen says, Paul, can't beat a fantastic woman. Mine is my best friend and wife. Best wishes to sister, Susan. Thanks, mate. Um, she's everything for me. Best friend, partner, rock, everything. Uh, and all we do is laugh together, apart from Friday night, which was a little bit scary, but, um, yeah, it's what you have to do. You just, you, you laugh. Uh, definitely need a plan B, as all we have is plan A. Maxi to Wilson. Uh, Bruno was playing deeper than last season, so we've lost his forward surges. Yeah, that, that's the problem, that we've, you know, we've lost Shelby, and, we you know, he's having to play that more defensive role, and, and that's where we're missing out a little bit. Um, but, you know, it. I just it was frustrating when that ball came in from Callum Wilson. I, I was, you know, I'm thinking, wow, you know, somebody just make a bloody run and it's a tap in. It's a simple tap in.
0: Especially you can see uh, Jacob Murphy kind of 10 yards away, not quite in the area, but 10 yards away from it. Gamble on it. Fresh. Go for it. Just that. It was just that. And he was fresh. He did just come on, standing there looking like a spare at a wedding. This, this is
2: two weeks on the trot that both Fraser and Murphy have come on fresh and, and, bottled it in certain situations, whether it was a foot race, a one-on-one, getting into the six-yard box. Fair enough, they only had a few minutes between them, but you, if you're
1: going to get on the pitch, you got you got you to gotta try. Well, that's it, isn't it? I mean, you know, you've got to make use of that time that you get put on the pitch. You can't just, you know, you put on for 20 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever it is, make use of it. You know, try and put some effort in. You know, don't just dawdle about and, and sort of look like you're reacting, but you're not you're kind of just giving up very very easily
0: yeah um and and no desire you know. no desire no ambition if if they yeah. came
1: on and did
2: something useful they might get a start
0: exactly I think it's comfortable the word, in his on the bench to be honest <laughs> I think I think it's just comfortable sitting on the bench Jacob Murphy. I think he needs yeah. to move away from the club but I think he's got too long a contract for us to sell him for twice that we'd want for him.
2: Yeah, he got a new one the same time Dwight Gale did. I think he's contracted to, like, 2026 or something, Murphy
1: is. He's got a very long contract. Well, the thing is, it must be frustrating for Eddie Howe as well because he hasn't got the options on the bench, right, apart from an Elliot Anderson. But is is he just holding Anderson back a little bit because of his age and his, he hasn't had that many uh, Premier League games under his belt? And is he worried about putting him on and exposing him? But at the same yep. time, Where's he going to get the Premier League experience if he doesn't get on the pitch? There's the, the, it, there's a flip side to it. You know, yeah. sometime, sometime, Alex, he's got to take that chance and put him on and, and, and stop going for the same guys all the time because the same guys aren't doing it. No, he won't. He'll put him on when it's appropriate and safe to do so. The
2: same he did integrating Bruno, the same he's tried to do carefully integrating Botman, albeit his hand
1: was forced slightly. But yeah, but Botman, Botman right. just didn't look out of place at all. I mean, he—he he, he just, he yeah. he, he just him and Cher just looked. I mean, Cher I, I think him, you know, he puts his head in where it hurts again. You know, another kick in the head, <laughs> yeah, and elbow to the it, head, whatever it may be. I mean, that guy, God Almighty, but they just no, looked. I, I, so I don't cool. think Anderson comes on until we're beating somebody two or three
2: nil. I just don't. Think I, he will.
1: I I do agree with you, Alex. That's what I mean. But at some point, you know, we have to say right. You know, if he's on the bench. Play him. Give him an opportunity. I, I, he's I I'm, that, fair. I'm with Paul. I, I, he knows. It's it's
0: point, well, it's virtually it's, certain. It's,
1: yeah, it, it's pointless putting. He's not going to get the Premier League experience. You know, there's not going to be a lot of games where we're, you know, 3-0 up and cruising. I, we I
2: agree. I just think it's what Eddie Howe's going to do. because yeah,
1: so agree. I don't with, think it's the right thing know. to do. Go on, Billy.
0: I think it's a gamble. I think you, you, he knows he's not going to get anything out of Murphy or... Fraser. We might yeah. get something out of We have to
1: nothing yeah. to lose. Yeah, true. Interesting. Anyway, next one up is Christian Pulisic, who, by the way, uh, I would love to see in a Newcastle strip. I've been a big fan of his for a long, long time now. And the fact that, you know, this guy, right, he seems to have been around since the dawn of time, and he's only 23 years old. I mean, people will think Pulisic is probably about 28, 29. He's been around that long. But he's not. He's 23. And he's Indeed. a hell of a footballer. So,
2: yeah, 24 and five days. And he's been around for years. Um, he's played a lot. He's played a lot for his country. He played, you know, he's got good experience in the Bundesliga, good Premier League experience, lots of Champions League experience. And he's lifted the Champions League trophy. We we looked at him recently, but we're going to look at him again because there is, you know, there's a lot of Chelsea talk going on. Um, and he, he would be an incredible signing. He He's somebody that is about to, you know peak age sort of 20 26 27 we we yeah. could get the, his best years in theory. Yeah. Um he seems to have stopped all of his silly little injuries. He's playing a lot more football. He's available. He's hungry. Um and if we scroll down and have a look at his nice statistics. So doesn't look as crazy um when you when you look at him but sort of as an attacking midfielder slash winger, but it is exceptional compared to some of our lad's output um so we talked about fit, fitting the the Eddie Howe profile. Nearly 20 pressures per 90. Very, very tidy defensive contributions are there. Um, doesn't always put in the most tackles or interceptions, but you, you've got to remember Chelsea are a very dominant team, team in their own right. So for, for this to be that high in his position is, is quite impressive anyway, because Chelsea have always got the ball most of the time. Um, receives the ball very high up the pitch. Um, which is which is good. We need pe- people. We need that ball to stick. Sometimes, you know, with, especially with the distribution improving with Botman and Share and Nick Pope. You know, Botman and Nick Pope are two people. That's a huge upgrade in service because Burn is great, but Botman is much better at distribution. Let's be honest, as a centre back, and Nick Pope is also far better than Dubravka at distributing the ball. So having somebody like this that receives the ball eight point three four times up the pitch is very very tidy. He's he's not afraid of of receiving the ball. And then progressive carries t- turning and running. His pass completion is very tidy because he's used to playing in a dominant team that have lots of the ball. So he's safe with the ball. Um, shots total isn't isn't amazing, but uh, that could be symptomatic of, you know, Lukaku experiment, Havertz, false nine. They had mm. a lot of funny stuff going, up, going on up top. So some of it you've got to take with a pinch of salt. Chelsea had well I'm in and are in about their system until until kind of about now really when now they've got Sterling and they've kind of settled on what they're trying to do um, but still the output's mental a non-penalty XG at, at 0.33 so he, he took some penalties but I um, no, no he didn't take some penalties sorry but non-penalty XG is very very high and his non-penalty goals is very high as well he, he'd just bring a lot more to the team um, and if we scroll down and have a look at his his life um, so zoom in is that is that not? That's as far as it'll let me zoom in. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Um. So he was. Oh, let's scroll back across. So a few few seasons at Dortmund. Obviously, he was at Dortmund from sixteen, which is which is very very young, uh, and then went to, to Chelsea at twenty. So he's he's got good pedigree. Good few
1: seasons in the Bundesliga. With, yeah, that's with, what i means. Look at minutes. look at the matches he's played when he was seventeen and eighteen. You know, he's playing almost full seasons. You know, yeah. It, it, it's incredible
2: and look where he's used to finishing as well. 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 2nd, 4th, 4th, 3rd. He's never he's never finished outside a Champions League place in his career. You know, that's that's the kind of standard he's used to and that's the kind of level he's at and the teams he plays for. Um his contributions are also pretty tidy. Um we looked at this before at the fact that he got uh, 13 goal contributions from only 1700 minutes which is is pretty filthy. Um, Mm -hmm. That's a lot. That's a very low amount of minutes, to be fair, to be getting that. Very impressive. Um, I mean, you can see here, goals per 90. It was won every other game, nearly. Um, That's just goals. That doesn't even, that's not including assists. Um, And he's just fairly clinical for the minutes he plays. Some people say he doesn't score enough. Well, he doesn't play enough, to be fair to him. If you just look at the, the goal total for the end of the season, that doesn't show you much. You've got to actually look at how much he played, which wasn't, wasn't a lot 1700 minutes 1700 minutes and then and then barely 1300 um, so he's not played a lot and he's still getting a lot of you know eight goal, goal contributions there six there he, he will he will do what we're missing he, he will give us that extra thing uh, he, he's about to go into peak age he, he fits he fits a lot of our you know he ticks boxes in terms of branding commercial growth, It'd bring in a new audience. It'd bring in new revenue streams. Mm-hmm. But he would also be able to to walk the walk on the pitch. Um it, Yeah, whether it's a loan or a transfer fee, I, I, I would want to buy him. To be fair, I, I wouldn't really want to loan him. I, I would want him on art books. Um
1: We don't want people that, that saying, thing, "Oh, well, he's a, when I he think goes a back to Chelsea." I do. Yeah. I, I think it'd be awesome. Uh, Zishan. thank you for your 8.99 super chat. Uh, he says, I 100% agree with Billy. Trippier's legs are going. I'd also like to wish Carlos a speedy recovery, uh, but there's a famous Villa song in the Midlands which Billy will know about, something to do with shite.
0: Hmm. Okay. A lovely old uh, him, that one.
1: Uh, okay, I'll take your word for it. Um, <laughs> uh, Darren says, imagine if our deadline day striker signing was a loan deal for Ekatike. That would be <laughs> hilarious. Oh my God, yeah. Um, Colin says I couldn't see properly when I watched it with the kit they wore, but the dark blue one would have been better. Uh, why didn't we just wear the Saudi kit?
0: Back of the point, kit's firstly white, isn't it? So yeah,
1: <laughs> I think it's a shade, right, right, it. To be honest, we should have planned it uh,
0: beginning of the season for those the games, like I said on the, on the on the TTR Friday. Yeah, should have been planned way before
1: this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rochi says, "Does anything? Does anyone think they just didn't want us to wear the third kit?" There's been a few conspiracy theories about that over the weekend. And that's what
0: they are. We'll be contractually obliged to wear that white kit on
1: at least yeah, we'll three have or four to occasions at some point. Yeah, definitely. Um, Tiger says no one showed up apart from Nick Pope. Oh, I, th- I think the centre backs did all right. Uh, 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 <laughs> um. Joe Linton, does he need to calm it down a little bit, or are we are we loving what we're seeing from him? Now they tried to rugby tackle him. Well, they did. I, 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 listen, I love it. I've already stated I love his. No, I, I love, I it love his it? rugby attitude. Um,
2: well, Trippier you know, had a word. He calmed it down, and he didn't get another lit yellow, so it was all good. It was. I, then, see,
1: that's where Trippier's experience and captaincy comes in. You know, just to walk him away like that because it just calmed him down, diffused the situation, and and then. You know, yes, get yellow cards and get on with the game. Um uh, Cameron says Joe Willock was excellence against Brighton. I thought
0: I thought I thought yeah. I had a midfield three, I thought it was like the best one of the three. I thought, I'll be honest. What did you think
1: was wrong, Paul, about Willock? Because you, you, I'm interested. I just didn't like his performance. I just didn't like the way he played. I think he was he was poor at times on the ball. I, I think. He's always poor.
2: He's always poor at times during matches. Yeah, on but board. It, that's the nature
1: of his game. What you've mentioned over the, you know, certainly in pre-season and now, have I just, have I
2: accidentally slowly slowly turned you off, Joe Willock? Have
1: I with the? No, I'm watching him more carefully, to be honest. And you know, when we're defending. He doesn't get his ass back as quick as everybody yeah. else does. He's just lazy. I mean, I and mentioned that in the review show he,
2: he did a bit more against Brighton, but yeah, he still needs to improve. this is, But I've said this for six months, maybe more, that Willock needs to be an understudy to somebody better than him in that role. I think there needs to be a very talented eight, and then Willock needs to be the understudy to that. I don't think Willock is ready to be that for where we're going I think he's a great player and he could become imagine imagine Willock has three amazing learning seasons and then at 26 we see a beast Joe Willock like it's very possible this can happen so but he just needs somebody better than him to to help him and yeah I don't think he's ready to be a star man yet he He was the only one of the
0: midfield three that managed to get to grips with Kaisito at certain stages
2: yeah yeah that's very true Kaisito was a menace
1: absolute menace um, John says got in later, so just tune in good to have you back Paul, speedy recovery uh, Wilson goal at the weekend should have stood uh, never dangerous play I mean I I, had, I, I didn't see where is or how that was dangerous play because when you look at the stills of the situation his foot was nowhere near nowhere near the Brighton player's head, it was just shocking the referee um, had no
0: right to make an opinionated uh, whistle on that. he had no right to. So he he guessed
1: because he couldn't see. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Francisco says Callum's attitude has been horrible. Uh, this is supposed to be a team, and his negativity could be harmful in the long run. Um, I, I, I wouldn't go overboard with it to be honest. I think it's just frust- mainly frustration with Callum because we saw this a couple of years ago. Um, mm-hmm. you know, under the previous manager, especially if we look back to that Sheffield United game when he was booting the ball into the, into the stands because he was so fed up of everything. Um, he's got to keep a lid on it, but at the same time, is that kind of frustration? Does that give him the, the, the spark and the fire to, to go and, and, and do something? Even if it's just one touch, like he did against forest.
0: 100%. He's, the lad's got heart and desire. That's what you want from your centre forward. He's just a full figure because he's not getting the service that he requires. Um, but even on Saturday, he put himself about He didn't give Duncan and Webster and, and, and Valtman any time on the ball, whatever. He chased every one of them, gone through a few scrapes with with Duncan. Yeah, he gave give him as good as he got. It just didn't yeah. get the service in front of all that he wanted.
1: Yeah. Uh, Colin says, Is it true there was a little bit of a bust up in the tunnel between a couple of our players? Heard trip split it up. I haven't New heard anything me. about I that. No source at all. Uh, right, guys. Uh, over 900 watching tonight. Thank you so much, as usual. Uh, very, very, uh, well, it's it's great. It's, it's great to see so many people enjoying what we bring in you. Um, and so if you are enjoying the show, please do hit that like button. And uh, if you're new to the channel and you like what you see, uh, hit that subscribe button, which is free to do so. And, of course, the notification bell, which will let you know when we upload or we go live. If you'd like to donate to the channel, like so many amazing people have already done tonight, uh, hit that dollar sign at the bottom of the live comments and it'll take you through that way. And you can get Toon Review merch. Uh, More is coming very, very soon. But at the moment, this is where you can go and get it. So let's get down, let's get down to business. so there you go guys the tune is where you can go and get your merch as i say more is coming very very soon um graham says why are you always defending maxi have a word lad Ooh, ooh. I, all right, all right. I ignored
2: it from earlier on in the show. I ignored it, but no, I'm not having that. Everybody, I gave him a five for his second half performance. And if anybody thinks that those five drag backs weren't instructed, you're deluded. Absolutely deluded. Ridiculous. There isn't he never does that. Maxi never does those dragbacks. Never mind five of them. It was clearly an instruction obviously it was an instruction and then mm-hmm. we lost complete control of the game in the second half and we didn't have possession therefore he didn't really do anything I mean he could have linked up a little bit but yeah I gave him a 5 in the second half because he wasn't good enough I don't uh, understand how giving well, him a 5 uh, is know, on the subject it's just, it's uh, toon
1: says, I don't think Maxi yeah. has the football and brain uh, to see a pass for an assist exciting with his dribbling but that's it all the skill but no end product Almiron just not good enough
2: well, obviously, his five assists last year didn't count then, but that's fine. Um, Alvin
1: says, uh, Let's say we get Ramos. Does he displace Callum? No, well, not, the problem not is if, first, Callum, think... if Callum goes out of form, Billy, Callum doesn't start. Shoot. I mean, you've got to play the guy that's in form.
0: I agree, but I imagine like, a lot a bedding in period like the other players that we brought in a abroad board have. Um, I don't think he'll come straight in, but I'll be told when, he, when, when Wilson's rested and he'll play. Absolutely. 100%. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep definitely uh right uh alex next player and well it's another chelsea player conor gallagher
2: and breathe okay yeah. right <laughs> big shout out to fb ref by the way who have obviously partnered with uh, capology and started putting wages yes. Yay! which is really really
1: useful what, what so does that mean The one it's in the where it's 32k weekly and an x next to it unverified yeah, so seen, it, it,
2: yeah. it it's based on websites, listings, pay right, talk. Yeah. It's based on everything. It's their most accurate guess mm-hmm. as to what the wages are. It's going to be right. I would say more than nine times out of ten. To be fair, um, there's no reason why it would be wrong. He's a youth player who's broken into the team. This is probably fair for a sort of a Chelsea player of his age. Um, so yeah, 22 years old. Obviously, everybody sort of knows him from his breakout season. Um, I need to stop reading Max's comments in the screen while I'm talking. Uh, 22 and a bit years old. Um, Where was my thread? Let me find it. Crystal Palace. Everybody knows him from last season at Crystal Palace. Played very, very well for Crystal Palace. Uh, We'll have a look at the Crystal Palace thing first. Scroll all the way down and have a look at this nice little loan spell at Crystal Palace uh, where he made 33 starts. So was extremely involved. Played similar amounts of minutes to Maxi. Um, and got 12 goal contributions, which was only two more. So, yeah, eight goals, three assists. Very, very good for a 22-year-old in midfield. Um, So a lot of energy, a lot of pace was very important to the way that Palace played. Um, If we do go down, he was even in point, like one goal every four games from midfield, which which is very, very useful. And then if we go back up, we can see his nice little stats. So stands very high up as a midfielder lots of touches in the attacking penalty area and lo- receiving lots of passes high up as a midfielder so he was you know always very high um completed a lot of dribbles for his position again he, he, he reminds me of um he does remind me a lot of how uh, barkley used to play when he broke through yeah yeah uh, when he was younger he picks up the ball head up drives very aggressive um yeah he's got that sort of elk about him um, and very very tidy up here in the in the bit where it counts. This is where it was where you make your money. Um, shot creating actions, shots are reasonable. And again, contributions are very very good from midfield. Getting 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 that sort of goal contribution from midfield would be incredible. Um, you know, I mean, we were very impressed with that with the healthy return Bruno got. Uh, imagine if we had somebody else in midfield who who banged in more than ten, like on top of what we've got. That would help. That would help us push on uh, considerably. Um, younger and can play this pressing system so this is an extremely important thing to note Uh that's that's very very good so he's already doing like Eddie Howe's had to try and instill this in Joe Linton and and Willock and, um, and, and Longstaff uh, Conor Gallagher already does it he's already at nearly 25 pressures per 90 in midfield so he's he's, he's pre-built for an Eddie Howe team in my opinion I think he could come in and play in the Joe Willock role and he would be better than Joe Willock in my opinion um I think he just is. I think Joe Willock is a good player and can become pretty decent, but I think Conor Gallagher is just a, has a lot more quality right now. Um, he's just a better footballer. Um, yeah. It's really interesting to see his stat matches with Joe Linton on there as a six, sort of picking the ball up and just driving and being a beast, um, and Willock as well. So you know that, that kind of supports my claim that he could play in a high eight because um, he's matched with a lot of high eights here. We've got Lamer, who's a who's a pressing monster in, in Germany. Um, and Zhurkovsky as well is, is very, very tidy in Serie A. So, yeah, I, I don't know whether we would, we would get him. It, it depends kind of, obviously, so just for the loan, to clear the loan situation out for people, we can't loan two players from the same club. So there would be no way we could get um, two of these Chelsea lads. Obviously, we're also linked with hudson Adoye and there's a few other scraps floating around. We couldn't get two on loan. We could get one on loan and we could buy one. That that is how we could do it if we wanted more than one. Um, we we can have two loans in total, but they've got to be from different clubs. So that's how it works. Um, so whether we want one or both or some, we do know that obviously Mead and Amanda were were down there. So I would really like Conor Gallagher. I, I would also really like Pulisic. I think that's I think that's our two. I think if we if we want two, I think that, that's it. That sorts it out. One on loan and buy one.
1: The only uh, doubt about Conor uh, Gallagher for me is the way Tuchel was talking about him at the end of last season, saying yeah. that he, you know he was looking forward to him coming back from Palace and he was going to play a big part uh, in his plans for Chelsea this season. Um, so far, I don't think he he didn't did he start last week? I don't think he did. He uh, I know on, he came on yesterday. Nearly, nearly got Mount a goal. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> but Chelsea just holding attackers, and they've got an, and Mount. Mount is ahead of Gallagher. Let's be honest. He's 21 goal contributions. They've just signed Sterling. Like ZH isn't play. They've got so many attackers. They've just, they're basically like our version of PSG. They've just got everybody that exists who can play in an attacking role. There's just yeah. not enough room for him. He's really good, but you know, Chelsea are trying to win the league and, and, And and compete in the Champions League like Chelsea are trying to hang on to the coattails of Liverpool and City. That's their goal is to try and stay with them as long as possible if they can, and go deep in the Champions League. And is Conor Gallagher ready for that? Uh, Maybe, but it's not a safe bet.
1: So, you know, I think I think it'd be quality signing. Absolutely quality signing. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, Tripler says, Can we stop bashing wood? He was bought to cripple another club and give us a better chance of stopping up, which we did. Time to move on. All right, we I'm can't wrong. Move on. Max is terrible, Chris Wood's amazing. I'm
2: wrong. I've been wrong I with
1: mean, this, am no, I'm 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 sorry, Tripler, <laughs> but yeah, you, you, you've had a castorium, mate, right? You simply have because you know it's not time to move on because he's still at the football club and he is our only other striker, should anything happen to Callum Wilson. And should anything happen to Wilson, Chris Wood will come in, and we have a zero chance of getting many goals because he's absolute garbage. He's not good enough. He's 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 a terrible striker, right? He may have been good for Burnley, fair enough. He's not for us, and you can't keep saying stop bashing him because if he if he plays poorly, then he deserves to be called out. And I'm sorry, but his performances have been awful, absolutely awful. So I am not going to stop, you know, having a go at Chris Wood if he has a poor game. If he scores a hat-trick and he's brilliant, I'll come out and say that. But can you realistically see, if anything, God forbid, happened to Callum Wilson, we don't bring anybody else in, can you realistically say that you hang your hat on Chris Wood to get us the goals that we need? Absolutely not. And if you have, and you can see Chris Wood, please tell me how and what you've seen since he's come to Newcastle. Because... I must be blinked. I have one last point about Gallagher. I forgot to
2: mention. Um, yep. we had 23 shots against Forest and scored two. Really annoying. The one really good thing about Gallagher is, is at Palace last season, um, every two and a half shots on target oh. was a goal. So he's hmm. when he shoots, he, you know, well, when he when he gets it on target, he, he's got a good he's pretty clinical, he's pretty accurate. And yep. we I'm really bored of watching us constantly pepper the goal and just not
1: score.
0: It is frustrating.
1: Uh Billy, you doing your impression of Mr. Ed there?
0: Yeah, Darwin Nunez has been sent off. Oh. And he happens to be in my he happens to be in my team. Oh he's not mine.
1: Oh God, he's not in mine, is he? I'm gonna to have to check. I'm sorry, but I'm not I'm I'm not having this like <laughs> I can't remember if he's in my oh, side. I had Gabriel has us instead and he scored two. Oh God, please no.
0: I mean Anderson's um no, he's played not. Him, played him like a here. He's pushed him in the back. And, oh, he's head him. Yeah, he's, he's a red card all day
1: long. Oh, no, I've got Haaland, Mitrovic, and Jesus as my forwards. Um, oh, well done. Yeah. yeah but I, I think Mitrovic got uh, minus one, I'm pretty sure the weekend. Yes, do. he did. Thank you, Alex. I forgot to put Haaland in my team. Um, but let, let's face it, um, Friday was a bit of a dodgy time for me. So... Um, yeah, uh, even though the, what happened on Friday night was way after the, the cut-off points, so I'm just trying to use that as an excuse, which I've failed miserably at. Um, never mind. Uh, Marx says Fabrizio Romano is saying Newcastle are pushing to sign João Pedro. Uh, a new bid is coming soon. Um, Did, he? Did he say new bid? New bid coming soon, yeah. Okay. Uh, Dave says, good to have you back, Paul. The three of yous on the show together is what makes it. Uh, best Newcastle channel for the fans by a mile. Uh, look what Ashworth done at Brighton. Can, 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 whatever it is, for £4.5 Have faith. Uh, thank you, mate. And, of course, there's also Danielle, who is, uh, is, is sort of very, very busy at the start of each week, which is why she doesn't come on the early week shows. Uh, and I would just like to say... Um, I'm so proud of her for doing the uh the her game too. Um I think it's magnificent. It's a real boost for Danielle as well and uh you know I knew nothing about it to be honest. I mean she did put it in the chat she said but I I didn't uh m- i don't know um but you know what it is it's absolutely fantastic and i'm proud as punch of her um it's it's a, it's a big thing for that to, especially the, the size of newcastle because this her game too is is taking off man it really is and uh you know to to represent newcastle united it's huge uh and it's it's a fantastic opportunity for danielle and i'm so so proud of her so well done sis you've done massively well there um Foxy says Watford paid 3.6 million for Pedro. Uh, we should be doing similar business with Brazilian clubs for the youth prospects. I
2: agree. Alex? Yeah, just clarifying the Romano tweet for people who haven't seen it. Um, uh, a lot of people keep saying that we bid 17 million. Uh, Fabrizio Romano is under the impression that we bid 20 with 3 million add ons, which would be 23 in theory. It um, so, still wasn't enough. There's a bit of disparity between what that first bid was, whether it was seventeen twenty up to twenty three, um, yeah. And his exact words are: "New proposal expected soon." In inverted commas, after opening bid rejected. Um, see, I, I, oh,
0: what a goal! What a goal! From Last goal of the season, uh, number twenty three for Liverpool. The other, uh, what's the other for that, Luis Diaz? Yeah, absolute, goal, yeah. absolute, fantastic goal.
1: I'll watch that later. Um, the, the, the thing about the, the, the coming soon is, you know, when you put your, your fingers up but like that, Alex puts, he's, he's written it in inverted yeah, commas no, I'm not sure why I he's done start that, but... of, yeah, I couldn't get it over the line, <laughs> you know what I mean it, 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 it's, oh god you know, hey, yeah, weird, let's just wait and see, Uh Michael James says hi guys, new to this channel, loving what I see and how passionate all our fans and you guys are about Newcastle United thanks mate, um Ian, as uh, I says, we should go. We should also go for a backup for Trippier soon enough. He's getting old. Well, we've got one. Got one. Yeah, perfect. I'm perfect quite good. happy for Emil to come in and, and play that role. Um, certainly, the the progression that he's made under Eddie Howe, I think it's 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 great. It really is. Um, Wes says he's fantastic, but think he may not be right since that injury. He'll come back good. Interesting. That injury,
0: that injury was six months ago.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. That goal was disgusting. Wouldn't it just? That was that was like Maxi versus Oxford in the Cup, but he did it in the. He's just done it in the Prem. That's what Lewis Diaz has just done, basically. That was filthy.
1: Yeah, Joel Joelinton did it against Morkum. Uh, Magpies <laughs> is, uh rumors of the age of his then girlfriend when he joined Watford at eighteen years. You see, it's all rumors and crap. If there was anything wrong, he wouldn't be playing for Watford. I can guarantee you now, he wouldn't be. Uh, Dan says hi, everyone. Uh, do you think Wilson is worried about getting injured with the World Cup looming? Uh, you're right, Paul. He looks off. Listen, we're two games in. I'm, I'm I'm saying he looks a bit off. You know, he's let's let's see how it is five, ten games into the season and uh, and see where we stand. Um, I just think he's getting a little bit agitated, a little bit too quickly, uh, especially with Miggy. Uh, it's just something I noticed, and I noticed it against Forrest as well. But you know what? maybe they'll work it out in training and that's the best place to do it. Um, and I'm sure Eddie Howe certainly wouldn't let it go any further. Uh, but from what we hear from the manager, Callum Wilson is, is one of this, you know, he's got a leadership pack in there and Callum Wilson is one of them. And I'm sure if, if anything was going on like that, then you'd expect Eddie Howe to stamp it out or indeed, you know, the leadership group sort it out. So, um, Royce says uh, Billy is right about Trippier uh, he's going to struggle against City how needs to play three centre backs with Trippier and Target on the flanks I drop Willick I,
0: I don't think he's, he's do going to
1: change formation though Billy no. no I don't think he
0: will I don't think he will I think he'll see this as a chance to put us in the window you know people put a statement out to the rest of the league I think we will go with Man City from the off um, but I think that's the best way to go We might get hammered but I think Eddie Howe's got more in his locker than what, what I've got. I think honestly, I think he'll go at them from the start. I think, check the, well, it's when we chip, like you say, when you bring a subs on, it's going to change. But if we can get ourselves a nice lead and, and hang on, you never know, dear. You never know.
1: Well, we know what Eddie's like. He's meticulous in his planning, isn't he? I mean, he'd be working from from yesterday, um, you know, on 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 this game at the weekend. He really will. He'll, he'll be he'll be fired up.
2: Can I just give some because everybody obviously hears me give stats? Um, I've just looked at Alexander Arnold for this game, they've played just over an hour, so only an hour. And he's got five key passes, four crosses, nine long balls. He's touched the ball 96 times. Get him signed, he's still got half an hour left.
1: Yeah, get that him signed.
2: Ridiculous. That is, the, I've never seen uh fullback do that but he's not a fullback he's just not he's a he's a -er midfielder who plays at right back let's be honest
1: yeah absolutely uh emma says i'm still waiting for news on (sighs) paquetta didn't someone say last week that he was was, was, actually two people said that he was due in for a medical on friday Uh, i'm i'm sure i don't know where that came from um, but, uh, yeah, apparently he was, in it. now they look like Burks again. Um, unbelievable. Uh, Bruce says, hopefully Newcastle will be able to get some bargains deals at the end of the transfer, uh, window, Paul Stato and Billy. Um, USA Dave says we will be all right. Uh, need a bit more firepower though. Uh, yeah. Uh, Roachie says Paquetta is the new bass dust. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be linked with him in every single window. Uh, cheeky bid for Lamptey, says Dave. I think we've already cheeky. said we'd love Lamptey at Newcastle. Um, certainly that would change the dynamic of the right-hand side without a shadow of a doubt. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. No. Uh, Foxy says, Joao Pedro at Fenerbahce, Brazilian-born Italian international is a bit of a nightmare attitude-wise. Uh okay, well, that's fair yeah, enough that yeah. good that he's not coming to us. Uh Dan Ashworth's supposed to be talking to Leon about a certain player. <laughs> um, can I just say uh this Dan Ashworth, by the way, that's kicking about on Twitter, it's not really him. No, it's not um I've seen so many <laughs> Newcastle fans actually retweeting and believing every word he says on there. Yeah, it's not him. I think he's if he's got parody somewhere in his bio or something, hasn't he? Uh, honestly, it it's so funny, man. Um, Farhad says, Nice to see you back, Paul. I was worried. Uh, may you have good health, bro? Thank you, buddy. Really appreciate that. Uh, Paul says, Love the show. Glad to see you're all okay. Chipper says, I think the problem at, uh, with or trip was him playing for England over the summer when he wasn't fit. Uh, also, playing him at left back wouldn't have helped. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. What he wouldn't have been 100% fit for England, would he?
0: No, he's certainly not but He's not looked 100% fit ever since he came back from the injury, but no, he surely hasn't. would be by now.
1: Yeah, unless he's yeah. lesser gone. I, I, I've noticed
0: a few times before his injury that he, I mean, the Watford goal, for instance, I mean, everyone blamed the themselves for it. I think Chipp has got to hold his hands up as well because he could see the whole situation develop in front of him and did nothing about it. Yeah, for, for instance.
1: Yep. Oh, Chippers is uh, Chippers is advertising his website again, guys. <laughs> sure. I don't know how many bots there must be on, on YouTube, it's incredible, really uh alan says i moved back to the uk from the states uh only to discover via spec that i have a brain tumor um we had to move back to the states and now my wife supports me our partners rule wow. uh, absolutely uh the do Alan, well and uh, you know best of luck in getting back to health mate um i was at Specsavers uh actually on friday friday afternoon um ordering my new gigs." um <laughs> They're really clever, they're really good there, actually. And and Alan, I'm pleased to found it, mate. And hopefully you can get uh, back to health soon, bud. Um just scraping through all these uh <clears> James mistakes. Milner got an assist for that goal, by
2: the way. For that Luis Diaz worldie.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like Luis Diaz beat like
1: four players and
2: and absolutely smashed it, and somehow Milner gets an assist. That's why you can't always look at assists.
1: Yeah, it's the same in ice hockey. Mid somebody might get the get the puck and go, you know, off a defender, off a defenseman, and go straight down the ice all by himself, taking on the whole of the other team, <laughs> score a goal. And he, he, the last two people that touch the puck get assists. It's it's but, and crazy. And Matt Phillips has come on as well, or, or come off.
2: And I'm pretty sure that Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher on it on one of the shows the other day we'd be playing a little game and they both went oh no you can't have Nat Phillips because he's left he's not at Liverpool anymore he's 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 right there now that's very strange how do not don't even know who's Jamie the <laughs> yeah. really no team.
0: he's gone off now and they brought Gomez on which kind yeah, of begs the question way. why why was Nat Phillips starting and then Joe Gomez wasn't because Nat well, Phillips couldn't lay Joe Gomez's boots in my in my opinion.
1: Well that's what big Jurgen has paid the big books for uh, Wacky says it could have been just a business meeting. Remember, I'm, Amanda has broken big deals for businesses, but hopefully it's to get a player or two. Uh, Amanda lives on Park Lane in London, so close to go watch Chelsea against Spurs.
2: Do we think that's really it, though, at the timing?
1: The timing <laughs> it is right now. Well, the thing is, I mean, aren't Amanda and me and dad based up here now? I'm sure, I'm sure I read somewhere that they that, that, that basically live up here now. Um I mean, yes, they'll still have the house in London or the three houses, whatever they have, but I'm sure they've, um, they're have they basically putting everything into what they're doing here.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is possible that they were there for
1: alternate reasons, but I think it's safe to yeah. say they were there for for the club. Absolutely. Um, Steve Wraith said on his show that they live in London, Paul. Well, if they do, they do. I'm sure I read that. They'd... Listen, they might have their permanent address as London, but, you know, I don't think it's too much to say that they could afford, a, a, afford, a, a, you know, a little property up here just to, for when they're up here, you know. Um I'm sure they'd want their own house instead of, you know, hotels all the time, especially when they're spending so much time up here. You know, we know in, uh, very posh Pontyland or somewhere like that, there's some rather nice houses I think they could, uh, you know, rent. Or they could buy and then just sell on. Who knows? Um, Conrad says they are old friends. Rolling the dice. Amanda made a bet with uh, Bully. If you win, you can sell me four players. Well, that's not going to happen then. Uh, Anderson deserves a chance, definitely, even if it's only 25 minutes. Uh, Right, you've got some honourable mentions, Alex.
2: Yeah, just uh, obviously we're looking at all the Chelsea lads, Hudson odoi as well. A lot of people, a lot of people seem to be against that, and I'm not quite sure why. I think he's, I think he's better than every every winger except Maxi that we've got. Um, arguably, could be better than Maxi. He's still very young. He's he's twenty, twenty one, twenty two. He's, he's very very young, very very talented. Could play on the right wing, exactly where we need. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Obviously, we're linked with with basically three or four players from Chelsea, so we don't really know which one we're really in for. Um, although the, the official bids seem to be Ramos, João Pedro at the moment, so Ramos gets the other honourable mention. Obviously, we, we had a bid rejected and now Portuguese TV are all over it saying that we're, we're going to go back in again. So, But then Romano and Keith Downey are saying we're going to go back in for João Pedro. So apparently, we're going in for both of them or one or the other, or, or
1: at least one of them, which is positive. We're going for at least one of them. Um, well, Ryan, being a Canadian, is, 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 is struggling a little bit with, uh, uh, with Pulisic, um, obviously. But uh, you know what? He's North American, mate. Support him. Um, uh, Dave says, uh, maybe try long in the Shelby role to push Bruno forward into the Willock role. Bruno, too good, and our best creative player to be sitting back. Uh, Agree Paul would love Pulisic. He would excite the fans. Yeah, the problem is I don't think I don't think we could trust Sean at that role to be honest, and especially not against Man City. uh, no, uh you know I suggested it as to see what the guys <laughs> would say, but you know in reality, never uh, got think the legs for starters.
0: Never got legs, has he. Let's be honest. Exactly.
2: No. He <clears> could <throat> play in that role against some teams in the Premier League, but not Brighton or Man City. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, anyone else you want to mention, Alex? Um, I mean, the Bamba Dieng thing has gone quiet. Um, what
1: well, are so the clubs interested in him? I've I've been reading today. I
2: don't know. I think I screenshotted a few things today while I was busy. Let me just double check um, for honourable mentions. There might might have been something. Um, I don't know where. No, I can't find it
1: now. I, I did I did find a couple. Uh, Royce says Pal Mall is a much better business address than Westgate Road. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom says even if they do live up here now, they'll still have the house in London. Uh, bear in mind, we were away at Brighton on Saturday, it means it's highly likely they've been in London on Sunday anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I just think that there's a lot, there's a lot of spark there. There's 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 certainly a spark, uh, without a shadow of a doubt um but here i don't think i screenshotted it never mind that's fine uh, there was one player
2: floating around and i can't remember who it was i think i've missed one player i don't think it was a very strong link though i think it was just a name that was floating out there via somebody um everything that seems quite
1: concrete are people we've talked about today so yeah well uh there we go that is the transfer sure um thank you very much to everybody that has tuned in well over 900 at one stage which is absolutely fantastic uh, if you have enjoyed the show please don't forget to hit that like button it does help us in the search results on youtube uh puts us way up there um it, it's fantastic that we we are still the number one watched live show amongst the newcastle channels which is brilliant um i'm not seeing any competition there but it's just nice to be able to say that i guess um and uh Thank you for all the, the, the well wishes. It's been immense. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, I really do appreciate it. Um, it is just a big family, this channel, and that's what we always aspire it to be. Um, you know, we, we, we really do care about each other and we we really do care about our subscribers as well because the the love is showed back. Um you know, so it's it's great to have everybody on board, and great to have so many messages to read. It, it, it does help me feel better as well. Um, so thank you very much for that. Thank you to everybody that has uh, super chatted tonight with your generosity. Again, blows us away. It really does. Um, and a, and a big shout out to, to Billy and Alex for holding the fort over the weekend and putting on some brilliant shows. <laughs> Billy, fantastic watch along, and Alex coming on and you know like his, doing his little Gary Neville stint at half time and full time there, which was which was brilliant um it, 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 obviously the review show yesterday was was great as well so thank you to you guys as well um again massive congratulations to danielle for the her game too i think it's absolutely brilliant and great for the channel as well that we we are getting noticed so it's uh it, it's fantastic as well uh thank you to the mod squad as well um some wonderful messages from the mods obviously over the weekend as well love you all so thank you very much and of course to susan um Love you forever. Thank you so much for everything you've done over the weekend and everything you do every day, really. So thank you for that. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow night uh, for the Fan Forum, of course, 8.30. Your chance to come on and join us and have your say. Um, You know, what did you think of the Brighton game? What do you think of the transfers that are are rumoured? And obviously the game at the weekend coming up against Manchester City. Um, Will we have anybody in before then? That is the question. Um, but thank you so much uh, for tonight, guys. Thank you, Alex and Billy. And we will see you tomorrow night for the Fan Forum. Good night, everybody.
0: How wear the lads and lasses? <laughs>